RX. This is Studio 360. I'm Kurt Anderson. On this Studio 360 podcast extra, we're celebrating the life and work of one of the great American choreographers, Merce Cunningham, who was born 100 years ago this week. He danced, starting as a member of Martha Graham's troupe, and then made dances for 70 years and embraced innovation from start to finish. New dance forms, new technology, new music, new collaborators. Like when, at age 84, he worked with Radiohead and Sigur Rós on a beautiful new piece that you're hearing called Split Sides. Merce Cunningham dancers were famous for seeming to defy the laws of physics, leaping high and suddenly switching direction in midair. When Cunningham spoke with us in 2001, he was using computers to try to make his dances even more complex. I think I've always been interested in movement. Um, there's no reason for that. It's just, it seems to me it should interest everybody. We're, we're, we're so involved with it all the time. I think, of course, of animals and birds. Um, watching their movements have always been uh, totally fascinating to me. Movement is so much a part of our daily experience that we don't think of it as a, a thing. We don't even think of it, we just sort of do it. But if you thought about it, say, how do you walk? You know, how do you, I don't mean just the mechanics, but if we all walk the same, why is it we all walk differently? And that struck me years ago, and I thought, well, that was a way to think about movement, that we were doing the same thing, but we all did it differently. My name is Daniel Roberts. I'm a member of the Merce Cunningham Dance Company. I always feel that my legs are like uh, needles of a sewing machine when I'm doing Cunningham. They have to be very sharp and very articulate, and I feel that the torso has to be free on top of that. Um, so there's a strength that comes along with doing the work in the technique, and there's a clarity about the work in general, the use of space and the articulation of the torso and the limbs that um, I've never experienced before in any other dance form. I am interested, obviously, in complexity, which is to my disadvantage probably because it's made it uh, difficult often for the public to really comprehend or, or live with what we do. Merce, I think, uses chance to um, avoid his own uh, typical habits of making movement, and that's what's really interesting, because he's even making it difficult for himself. Uh, it's not whatever feels natural, it's usually what feels completely unnatural. Chance operations came about in the uh, 1950s. There was, for instance, a, an institute of random numbers where they decided, scientists had decided that rather than using logic for numbers, they could just as well use chance. 
And John Cage was, of course, using it in his music composition, and I thought it would work with movement. I would say, um, devise, a, so to speak, a series of movements, but then through chance means, in the beginning it was tossing coins, so that instead of you just using your own, what you remembered about how things go, you came up with this astonishing <laughs> array of things which were um, sometimes impossible, but if you tried them, even though what it was was impossible, something else came up that you hadn't experienced or I hadn't experienced before. I uh, had the opportunity to begin to work with a dance computer. It's called Life Forms, and it has uh, mainly three screens with which you work. One is what they call the stage, on which you can place tiny figures which move. There's a screen with a larger figure called the figure editor on which you can make movements on the figure. Then there is a third screen called the timeline, which is moving in time. You can put the, the body and movement, say, flat on the floor, prone, okay? Then a few spaces later in the time, you could put it up in the air. Now, it will do that. It will rise up on its feet and go up in the air. Of course, you can't do that in the way it does it. But you look at it, or I do, and I think, oh, but I could do it this way. Now, if I hadn't seen this, I wouldn't think that way. And, and I think my work with it has grown more complex because I see more possibilities all the time. Merce choreographs on the computer and then sets it on us later. And that's the fun part of trying to figure out, you know, how our bodies can physically do this from um, what his vision of, you know, and what uh, he has created on the computer. Because sometimes we're throwing around these arms and we're like, this was definitely made on a computer. <laughs> when I first started to give them to the company about 10 years ago, of course, but it was very difficult. First of all, I had to do them and then give them to them. And it was very difficult for them because they, weren't, they couldn't connect uh, kinesthetically to anything that they had, were used to. But when I saw that one dancer got it, I knew we were on the way. I figured if one can do it, we'll all get it. I think the technological development, my experience with it, it wasn't vast for at all, but uh, is that it's mostly visual. We look, and I thought that's what you do with dance, you look at it. So it seemed to me they were mated, <laughs> so to speak. They haven't gotten along very well yet, but I think, I think there's a, a really remarkable uh, future, not immediate by any means, but future for dance with technology. I'm, I'm sure of it. Merce Cunningham, who died in 2009, talking with us in 2001. We'll return with some more celebration of his centennial in a moment, but I also want to remind you, you can keep up with what we're thinking about here by following us on Twitter. It's at Studio 360 Show. And now, back to the show. We're talking about the great choreographer Merce Cunningham on the occasion of his centennial. And we'll hear next from somebody for whom he was a huge inspiration and influence, 
another great American dancer and choreographer, Bill T. Jones. I feel artist artists are oftentimes not the most successful, not the most popular, because perhaps their vision is so intense, so obsessive, that it does not lend itself to easy consumption. In terms of dance, the person who I would consider to be a choreographer's choreographer would have to be the great American choreographer, Merce Cunningham. Merce has freed himself from music. He's freed himself from storyline, psychological motivation. Modern dance tried to establish long ago that it was nobody's sleeping beauty, that it was nobody's divertimento, or for instance, in the opera world, when you want to show the inner life of the characters, you'll suddenly cut away and have a dance sequence. Well, modern dancers said, no, no, no. We don't illustrate some other form. We are a primary form. He started doing his works mid-20th century at a time when no one really understood what he, what he was doing. The high modernist spoke to him in a way that most dancers could not hear because most of us were afraid of, quote, pure form. That's Bill T. Jones in 2002 in a Studio 360 story produced by Trey Kay. The earlier story featuring Cunningham was produced by Studio 360 alum Carrie Hillman. And one last thing before we go. If you like listening to this podcast as much as we like making it, let the world know by rating us on iTunes. Not just to flatter us. It actually helps other people discover Studio 360. Thanks. Thanks for listening, and you can subscribe to Studio 360 at iTunes or Overcast or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. 